All right, everybody, welcome to the Monkey Flip Con podcast, Con Past, what the, I don't even know. Podcast, Bill. Yeah, technically we could stop this right now and start it over again, but <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. Uh, welcome to the Monkey Flip Podcast, uh, Volume 3, it's our third show. Welcome. Yeah, and uh, we're going to do something a little different, this show, which is not really different at all, because what we did the first show, we came into this with no plan. Uh, last show, we decided that we were going to do a recap. We, I say we, it was pretty much me. I decided we were going to do a recap of Raw and uh, AEW and uh, NXT and then SmackDown. And then Raw was such a shit show, it basically took every portion of what we, what we were doing. It was so much to say about it, it took up the whole entire show. And I think it dragged. I don't think it, I don't think I liked the last one. So And I also quit watching. I had no input. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm, that's how bad it was. Yeah, it is hard to watch. I mean, we, we've been... Making this show kind of a, just a bitch fest about how wrestling was. I mean, I'm not going to say we're not going to do that a little bit, but I think we're just going to have a conversation this time. And that's kind of what we did the last time. We had some ideas of what we wanted to say, and we're just going to bring it up. We're going to talk about it and see how it goes. So hopefully this is better than the last show. Nobody told me it was bad. Please tell me it's bad. If you think it's bad, I'll see what I can do to fix it. But nobody told me it was bad, but I thought it was bad. And I think that's that's the important thing. So... Now, here we come to the portion of the show where we had nothing planned to talk about. So, Well, I do want to say one thing. Okay. To all the people that think, like you said, this is a shit fest, that we're just bitching about things. Well, kind of we have been. But there's plenty of things we love about wrestling. And that's what we're wanting to get back to. And that's the only reason we're doing this. It's not because we want to complain about everything that's going on. It's because we want something to be excited about. Yeah, I don't think and that's what we're looking for. I don't think we're the old guys that are just like, I need a chin lock for an hour and stuff like that. No, I, I just think that when you when there's a 6'5", 275-pound man punching a 5'1", 102-pound man, it should be different than punch him and he punches you back. That's what we're talking about. It's not that we want to watch an old... Uh, no, that's not true. I do want to watch those matches. I'm not even going to say it. No, we go back, but we watch because we, we do it for historical purposes. We do it because we remember, because we enjoyed it. That's not to say that we don't enjoy what is to come next, but what's coming next? There's nothing coming. It's the same old thing replayed over and over again, but not as well. Like AEW, when I heard that was happening, I was very excited. I watched New Japan wrestling a little bit, but I didn't even know it was on my TV. I had access TV at the time. And they played New Japan, and I watched it. And it was interesting, but there were things that made me go, okay, eh, that, that's not as tight as I would like it to be. Uh, so when they announced AEW, and they had some, like, specifically the Young Bucks, I was like, that's a little over the top. I can't follow this match. Who's going to do a triple flip out onto the floor and just get up and walk away? No, nobody. So I was so excited because there was another alternative to WWE that was coming around, and it could be something great. And a lot of my disappointment is coming from the the, the things that I'm seeing that are, aren't really, they're the things that don't make sense. They're the, everybody knows that wrestling is a, is a work, so we don't have to keep the kayfabe while we're working. You kind of do, that's the point. So that's what I'm upset about. I really do like some of the programming. As a matter of fact, I pick AEW over NXT. I watch both of them. But I pick AEW over NXT because AEW's programming hits home a little bit more. I, I described it as AEW is kind of a goofy WCW. 
and NXT is kind of a, a goofy uh, WWE. So the WWE is kind of a goofy WWE right now. But, you know, yeah, I, I, I have hopes for AEW still. I just hope it's not going to take everyone being fired from WWE coming over and, and filling the locker room for full of people who know how to work to push out the ones that don't. But to that, let me, let me say this. It, it almost seems like AEW came into this and it's what got everybody excited because it was going to be different. You know, even the stupid thing with the, the, the record's going to matter. Well, first off, we know what wrestling is. We know the record don't matter. But they were doing things different for, what, a month? And now it seems like they've, they're trying to follow the pattern of WWE just like everybody else after that first month. That first month was the best month they've had. Yeah. So what they do? They just run, run out of ideas? And, and Cody decided, ah, I'll go with what I know. Yeah. But what you knew is what you didn't want. Right. You know, and that's what it seems like they've done. They're, they're doing the same pattern as WWE, just with different people. Yeah. I think the, the whole uh, record matters thing works in a sporting event, but it won't work in wrestling because it'll, it'll, it'll lit itself to a little bit of blandness because you would have the top guys just working each other over and over again. And the other guys trying to get over and can't because they don't have, they don't have the ability to do it. And right now there are no fans. Like when we first started this podcast, you remember you said to me, I'm talking to hammer. You remember you said to me that, um, is now the time? I mean, there are no fans, things are shut down. And I said, because sometimes I'm crazy. I said, no, now is the time because now, is when they're going to have to prove themselves by their product because they don't have that fan support that's there. They've just got the television show. But and, I believe the fan's part of that product. Yeah. I, I don't think you can go with one without the well, other. Well, we've seen it. We've seen it now. We've seen that without the fans there, that you have to do goofy stuff like having it exposes a lot. Yeah, and there are some promos that people have hit that I've just been like dumbfounded by. Like those, that's a great promo. And without the fans there to back that up, you, you don't really know if it's getting over. Right, if nobody's hearing it, so. what's a promo, right? Yeah, the guys wouldn't think so. And I've been in a ring where there's four people in the crowd, and that's legit paying people, four people. The fans, they mean something. So, yeah, I think the fans, everything that we can say is going on now. The fact that we're seeing Bailey and Sasha so much, and the fact that they all have all of the gold, which is just, I saw a tweet the other night that said but that well, you're, you're screwing your women's division by having two people hold every piece of gold in the, in the place and only working with one person, Asuka. So that means you've got three women that are taking up the entire forefront of your entire women's division. And that's, that's hurting. And I think a lot of that has something to do with uh, the, um, the roster because you, your roster is really depleted has something to do with no fans because you can't hear a fan reaction to what you're doing. You can only see Twitter reactions and ratings reactions. And if you're doing 700K anyway, and you the next week you're doing 700K, you might think, well, we're doing something right. Do it again. So, yeah, I, I was really excited for AEW. Still really am. It still could happen. There, there, there are flashes. You really liked Cody's match this week. Very good. Cody Very and Scorpio good. Sky tore it down. I loved it. Actually, that was the only match I watched on AEW. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Cody and Scorpio Sky. But he's tore he's down. always good. Cody's yeah. always good in the ring. My, my my issue with Cody is he went into this like I said, saying everything's gonna be different, and it was for a month. And well, they kind of went to the goofy route. They went to the WWE route. Yep. And they're all following the same format. You know, if you're going to do that, then why are you even AEW? 
Yeah, you're yeah, just you're you're WWE too. Yeah, if, if that's what you're gonna do, then don't, then don't do it because we want to tune into another channel, not because we got to keep hitting that back button, but because we would rather watch another channel for a reason. Yeah, well, give us something to watch. Right. You know, and uh, you know, it's compare. Sometimes it's comparative to some of the indie shows that I've went to. And I've gone to some indie shows that the guys I'm like, why are these these guys are gonna make it somewhere? Um, and I've seen some people that I've I've worked with that have made it somewhere and be like, wow, that's, that's impressive. AW though. It seems like that. It seems like a, you're, you're at a, a top notch indie show. Yeah. It's a good way to put that. You're it, right. It doesn't look like you, you should have paid a big AEW ticket. is more of a ring of honor show. Yeah. Honestly, a top which by the way, they're coming back. Ring of honor. Yeah. The, uh, next month they're going to start taping again. Okay. I hope I, I hope I can find that somewhere on my local well, on Hulu. I use Hulu for television. I um, use everything. Yeah, I do. You get your hands on? I use every avenue except yeah. cable. Yeah, I, yeah used I, to, I used to have uh, access, and TNA used to be on some weird outdoor channel, and then they did a, a new contract with Access, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm going to be able to watch this again." And then I was like, "I'm paying two hundred and eighty dollars for fucking cable, dude." <laughs> and you can Who's find everything online. You really can. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't like to do that so much because it doesn't feel like I'm supporting. Like, if I find some place where I'm streaming it for free, it doesn't feel like I'm giving them anything. Um, right. So I want to make sure that I've, I'm paying for something that I can watch it on. I'd like to say I'm as good as you, Bill. Yeah. Because well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think I think TNA actually has something where you can actually subscribe to... Now, TNA, TNA. I don't watch ever. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where it's at. I haven't... Well... I, you know the last TNA I show or TNA show that I saw, um, me and you went live. That was Louisville. That's oh, the wow. last TNA show I've ever saw. That was that was a long time ago. That was years ago was that yeah. even in the two thousands? Yes, it was in the two thousands. Okay. Bill, I didn't, I <laughs> we're don't. not that damn old. Dude, I am. <laughs> but we're not. We didn't. We, we we didn't meet till two thousand. We didn't. No, we didn't. didn't? <laughs> the year two thousands when we was, met. That's on ninety eight, ninety nine. I thought it was too. The uh, year two thousands, the year we met. Okay. Maybe 99, oh, but right I, before I'm, the 2000. I'm mixing up. I started in wrestling around 98 or 99. Yeah, I was a year later. In. Yeah, got you. I was the, not the theater, the building beside the theater. That's when yes. I came. Yeah, the first one. The good one. I was there for that first show there. Yeah. I like the, I like the theater. We did a lot of good and stuff. And my, f- my first match, I broke my neck. My second match, I won the television title. Tele- did we have it? We had a television title? We did not. What did we call it? We called it a television title, we but we did not have television. I don't remember that. You should. It was bad because it made no sense. Which <laughs> a lot made, of things. Which actually made sense. A lot of things <laughs> it made no sense. So yeah. yeah, I beat Rex Diamond. That was the night we took over. That was the night the that's ex- the, that's the night yes. we dropped the diamond. That was the night we painted the wall and dropped the diamond. All that. Yeah, I yeah. That. it became the exchange instead of the diamond exchange. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. That was my second match ever. That was cool. That was my. <laughs> What's first, that tell you? That was my first exposure to. Uh, EWF wrestling was um, was uh, I went to a show and they had Kenny Nash, who was they were saying he was a seven footer and he was step over the top rope and he was fighting somebody and he came out of the ring and they did something and I had to stand up and I stood up and I was looking down at Kenny Nash the seven footer and I was going what. <laughs> That dude's not seven foot. No, you was not looking down on him. You're not seven foot. No. That's a, that's well, then how was you looking down on him if he's seven, seven foot. foot? What's going on? And it wasn't until then that I realized that if you just step over the top rope, people can think you're seven foot tall. Um, but 
Well, I couldn't, so I never said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matter of yeah. fact, do you remember the one match? The, the match. You know the match. Uh-huh. I knew you were going to bring that. I, I knew out. immediately when I said that. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I'll slide through here. <laughs> Four of us come out. Uh, we all, like, first guy jumps over the top rope. Second guy jumps over the top rope. I'm the third guy. I jump over the top rope. And Hammer, Hammer stares there, at him. Stares at us doing it, and then steps in between two and three. <laughs> It was hilarious. We watched that back and laughed for hours. <laughs> hours. It was funny. Oh, we had so much fun. We did. We had, a, we had a lot of fun. That was a great time. Speaking of that, I talked to a guy uh, a couple nights ago. You remember Justin Fury? I do. Uh, he uh, he got hold of me, talking some stories, and uh, he brought up uh, a time he we used to wrestle uh, at a theater that you've mentioned before. Yep. Well, there was a big marquee sign out front. Right. He brought up how uh, he would have to hang letters on the sign. I forgot we even did that. Okay, first off, Bill, we didn't do That's that. That's true. I didn't do that. I didn't do that shit. No. <laughs> Let's make that straight. Okay. We didn't do That's that. That's true. I didn't. I okay. didn't do that. But Fury did because he's a good dude. I yeah. mean, honestly, he, he trusted you know what he was being told. But he, but he did. He brought up. It, it was funny. We were t- we started talking about the old days, and that was his memory. That was the one memory that he did not like was hanging up by a wooden ladder, twenty feet in the air, with uh, Joe yeah. holding the ladder for him. Who's calling Joe? <laughs> As he's hanging these letters up. Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought it was funny that you know that was his memory of. No, EWF. you don't. You don't remember the day that we showed him the pole. Uh, what pole? Oh, that he didn't have to get up there. He didn't anymore. have to get up there on the ladder because there was a pole and, and, where you just put the ladder J- on and put it in there. Joe never Joe. told him about it. No, he never did. <laughs> right? Because it was upstairs where we used to change. And I was like, he's "Did you like, hear about Joe?" No. What about Joe? He's lost a lot of weight. Which Joe? Um, <laughs> that Joe Promoter guy we worked for. Oh, Joe Promoter. Yeah, he he's lost. He, I mean, looks good. He's I lost a he lot of weight. weight. Yeah, he was last time I saw. Looks him. a lot healthier. I guess he moved away. He's not around us anymore. That's. Unfortunate, I guess. Yeah, it's severe. Maybe I hope he's doing something Phil. good where he's at. Severe. Severe? It's severe. I, I think he went to Sevierville. Sevierville? Yeah. I'm not getting it. Tennessee. Chatted, I, I think he's in... Tennessee? Yeah. Dollywood? Yeah. He always talked about wanting to go to Dollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he ate. Like, there was even a time when he was talking about going to Dollywood, and I was like, all of my wrestling... It was also career. a time he told us he was Mantar. That is true. If we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway I think I told you my filter had I didn't yeah, bring it yeah. told you yeah. sorry but yeah it's a, there, there was a time and plus you, you have editing abilities so I if do, you don't I want this it. shit you can get it out I probably won't <laughs> I, my Wait, brain you probably won't want it or won't get it, it out I okay. <laughs> my brain keeps saying promoter Joe like Samoa Joe <laughs> promoter Joe <laughs> promoter Joe that's funny and plus our good buddy Mr. Um, what's the beer guy beer guy the beer Miller time. Oh yeah, yeah. He asked for some certain stories. He did ask for stories, and uh, I respect him a lot. So that's true. We, we do need to provide some of those, even if we don't expose people. Well, I mean, he's lost a lot of weight, right? Troy, no, he hasn't lost weight. He has again. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, you talking about Promoter, Promoter Joe? Joe? Promoter okay. Joe lost. Yeah, a lot yeah, of weight. he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I can tell you a story about when he hadn't lost a lot of weight, and um, I mean, like working with this promoter guy, and, and we're we're kind of Joe. We're getting Promoter Joe, yeah. We're kind of friends, right? Uh, so he's calling me. We're talking. We're going over some stuff. And uh, me and my wife are sitting at a Chinese restaurant. 
And he gives us a call and says, hey, are you guys coming into the building early today? I got some stuff I want to talk about. And it's like, cool, yeah, we're, we'll be there. We're sitting at the Chinese restaurant uh, getting some food. And he went, oh, hey, could you get me a half gallon of egg drop soup? And I was like, sure. So we got the half gallon of egg drop soup. I'm not kidding. This is not an exaggeration. I was there. I know. <laughs> True story. We got the half gallon of egg drop soup. I brought it in and said, here you go, man. Here's your egg drop soup. And he goes, awesome. And I said, they didn't give me like a spoon or any dishes or anything. No, it's fine. He well, first he said, how much do I owe you? And you said, no, you're good. No, you're good. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, because that's me. I, I give food away. That's what I do. Um, For the boys. Yeah. So like, here's, your, here, here's your egg drop soup. And he goes, how much do I owe you? And I said, you're good. Don't worry about it. And he goes, okay. And I was like, they didn't give me any dishes or anything. And he goes, oh, that's a problem. And he pops the top and just starts drinking it like a fucking pop, man. He's just drinking it. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, I'm a fat dude. I've always been a fat dude. I've always, I'm a two-sandwich kind of guy. I can't do one sandwich. It comes from like when I was a young kid, we pulled up to Toda Burger in Gas City. Name drop. <laughs> and mom says, what do you want? And I said, I want a cheeseburger with pickle only. And she went, oh, honey, you're, you're a grown boy. I think you might need two of those. And I was like, okay. And from that point on, it's always two sandwiches. But I couldn't fathom popping the top off and just... Of a gallon of egg drop uh, soup. Uh, uh, well, half gallon. I think it was half gallon. Or quart. Or, or, a, I don't know. or a drink. Quart's quarter gallon. Either way. <laughs> but he's just like drinking it. And I was just like, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so I'm mesmerized. Okay, now that... I didn't mean to cut you off, but that, that just brought up another one. You were there. Do you not recall the Pizza King incident? You're going to have to remind me. I, I recall a lot of incidents. He literally had us go get him a pizza next door from Pizza King, a large pizza. He folded that bitch in half and ate it like a hot dog. Taco. Yeah. Taco. Yes. Yeah, he folded it up and ate it like a taco. Yes. Uh, tacos. He'd get like a, he'd get soft tacos, dude, and it would be one bite. Right. He would put He got it a 12 pack mouth. for 12 bites. <laughs> put it in his mouth and swirl it around as it was going in, just one bite. Now, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you feel bad telling these stories now that you know he's changed his person? No, this that's why I'm telling the stories. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that if he if he was still a piece of shit. If he was if he was a big fat guy still, I'm I'm more it's like the like the Jake story. I now would, that he's clean, you don't mind telling this story. I would tell the Jake story to Jake. I would preface it by saying, "Dude, I you it was a fucked up time in your life, bro." And I'm going to tell the story. I may have told the story before, but I'm going to tell it again. But he came he came to our show, and I'm going to skip the beginning part. I'm just going to go with his in ring and after. That happened. There's more stuff that happens. We may touch on. Yeah, my story is the before the match. Yeah. <laughs> so he's out there in the in the battle royal, and I see Jake coming out, and I'm in the battle royal. And as soon as Jake comes out, I never really wanted to work with the guns because I wanted other people to have that opportunity. So I would forego it or whatever. You also didn't like it because you didn't want what you thought about them to be tarnished. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to. Which I learned me, that was a good idea. Them sometimes did that, but other times it. it Got better, but um, so I see Jake coming out to the ring in the Battle Royal, and I get with my favorite go to guy. Uh, his name was Anarchy at the time, and I said, Drop kick me, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take it out. So he drop kicked me, and I flipped over the top and went out to get out. And the things that unfolded afterwards, I went back up into the dressing room, and what unfolded afterwards was Jake was lit, dude, just totally lit. He was, he was. He, he had imbibed substances 
that severely impaired him. So he pulls out the snake that we got for him, and he's acting like it's his penis, and he's jerking it off, and he's, like, threatening fans with it. And it looks like he's going to break the snake in half. It's like, it doesn't look like a snake should have been that way. And then he's trying to stuff it down one of the guy's pants. Hank. Yeah, and, yep. and that guy's trying to get the hell out of there. And um, he's, he's, like, working really slow, and, and it's he's – Falling down. Not wearing, wearing lounge pants that he woke up yeah. from. Yeah, he's, he's not bumping. He's, he's kind of, it's just what you would imagine. He's doing better than I'd seen him on other things. But uh, then, my, <laughs> yeah. this, is the, this is the Jake story. He came back up after the match, and he gave us all a bit of wisdom. He walked up into the middle of the dressing room, and everybody's putting their stuff on or whatever, and they look up because, you know, when a guy like that walks into the room, he's got a presence, and everybody stops, and they look if he stopped. So we stop and look, and he does give, gives us one of these. He goes, Is that about that? about there? Is about pop? Yeah, it's that. And I am not. That's a true story. Oh, I know. Those are the words. Those are the words I heard. Quote. So I don't feel bad about telling that story, and I never did tell that story publicly to not emphasize that he was bad at that point until I saw the video where he picked it all up. The DDP was video. resurrected or say yeah, Jake, Jake, uh, the snake resurrected. I saw that and he got back on his feet and now I don't feel like I'm making light of it as more as I'm contrasting where he came from and where he is now. So I don't feel about the bad thing about, uh, Joe, Joe promoter, promoter, Joe, uh, or Joe? Because he's changed. He's, he's changed it. He's done some good for himself. And I think that telling stories like this emphasized that. So, And it also should, it could be construed as um, encouraging okay. to keep it going. Okay, now my turn. Sure. Now, I'm the one that brought up the fact that I think that maybe he's changed a little bit. Okay. And I do believe he has. Okay. But maybe this is about this promoter Joe, or sure. maybe it's not. Sure. But... It seems like every time a guy that me and you followed, our generation followed, anytime one of them dies, it ends up that that person was Promoter Joe's best friend. Yeah. I have a big problem with that. Yeah. I, and, and to where it actually bothered me. And I just saw it two nights ago, and I messaged you about it. I told you I was bringing it up on the show. Sure. Um, we've seen it since 2000. We talked. That's when we, me and you met. Yeah. We've seen it since then. Uh, promoter Joe has been best friends with Davey Boy Smith. Yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, Kamala now. Uh, who, who else is there? Um, well, who else has died? Yeah, that true. simplifies it. That's Everybody true. that dies, I think there was this even person a- puts a post up, and he's got the max amount of people on his Facebook. Yeah. So everybody sees this. So you tell me if everybody is this promoter's best friend, why has he struggled his whole fucking life, and why is he just now moving to Sevierville well, and still don't have anything? If you remember right, there was there was one time. There are two stories that I have about people. We're just gonna say people, uh, promoters. Um, the one promoter actually had the guy that died, and he was upset because it was his best friend, and that they used to work together a lot that I know entered the business after I started working for said promoter. And I know there's no possible way that that guy could have done that because we've been doing stuff together for, for that whole time. The, the other one was, hey, I've got 
someone booked. I can't even remember who it was. But they said they've got them booked to come in in like three weeks. And I'm like, didn't that guy die like two years ago? And went and looked and yeah, totally dead. But still, the story came in booked. Yeah, I absolutely remember. I remember that one too. But that was when it started to fall apart for me because um, the guy, I mean, I don't know why he would lie like that. He does. And if he tells you he doesn't, well, that doesn't really help, does it? You're not going to believe it. <laughs> but I, I, don't know, I don't know why he does the things that he does, and it may just be for a good story, because I've embellished some stories. I, I get it. But there's always a ring of truth to them, and these aren't ring of truth stories. They're, they were. Um, there's only been a couple of people that have pulled the wool over my eyes very efficiently. and uh, I'm actually surprised that that's ever happened. Promoter Joe is you, one of them. You question everybody. Yeah, Promoter Joe is one of them that I just – fell right in and, and believe that dude. And then as things start falling apart with that, you know better. And now if someone, if he said something true, you wouldn't believe it until you saw it yourself. And that's what makes that so difficult because, you know, said promoter Joe also gave us opportunities that obviously we wouldn't have had without this dude. Bef- b- before anything else. You know, I wouldn't be sitting here today doing what I'm doing. If it isn't for the person we're talking about. I agree 100%. And I absolutely say the same thing. And I, and in all honesty, and anybody who knows me knows that this is saying a lot, I love and appreciate that dude and will do anything for him. Me too. So, when we're saying this stuff, when we're, I'm not saying it to be negative towards him, well, we're being negative, and let's give it a... We're speaking. We're just is. speaking. But when we know this, and anybody hearing this that knows who we're talking about, they, they know it too. Even him, he knows it. But for me, I do appreciate that person. I do, like I said, anything. Anything he needs, I'll, I'll be there for him. Well, that's uh, just like I was telling you, I was talking to Fury a couple nights ago. Yeah. He actually said the same thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking, he brought up Jason. I told him that I hadn't sent Jason this podcast. Joe. I, did, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I mean, Joe. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. I hadn't sent Joe this podcast, and right. he didn't understand why. And I, I was like, you know, I, I just didn't know yet. If I should, I wanted to talk to you because we're doing this together. I want to talk to you and, and see what you thought, if he needed to hear it or not. Um, but at the same time, like, like you know, Fury said the same thing. Not, there's so many things I would not have done in life had it not been because of him, of Joe. Yeah. I've, been, I've been in New York City because of Joe. Yep. I, I've been plenty of places because of Joe. I, I'm a, I wrestled because of Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'm not... Maybe the things he did, he wasn't doing out of spite. He was just... He was trying to survive, too. And sure. we also saw what he dealt with in his personal life. Yeah. And that couldn't have been easy. That, yeah. that had been nightmarish. Um, now, as a matter of fact, I kind of I think some of that might have been a dri- driving factor for it, some of the negative Right, and it might have been. You know, he was trying to overcompensate, and, and, you know, she was asking so much of him... That if he didn't produce it, then you know she was going to make his life hell. So I think he was—he was also trying to balance making his home life okay, along sure. with making his business okay. You know, and we were friends. I, I truly believe he cared about us. I don't think that he, in any way, was trying to hurt anybody. Why? Well, like even with the, even with the the death thing, like when somebody dies, he's your best friend. I don't think he—I don't think he is meaning any ill. I, I don't either. I think it's more about a status thing. It's like we I think know it's, that's he, bullshit, but 
I'm going to be honest. I grew up a kid that was that had such low self-esteem. I'd have said anything to anybody to make them like me yeah. as a kid. Yeah. That almost seems like that's what happened in the early years of the EWF. He would say anything to get us to agree or to, or to jump on board. You know, and it wasn't that he was going to screw us in the end. That was never his intentions. He just needed us on board. He wanted us on board with him. Well, the, me- the message being... But let's be honest. We loved it. Well, the message being, come here, learn what you're going to learn, and then we're going to do a show, and you're going to be a wrestler like you want to be. That was 100% All that was true. Truth. All that was true. Truth. All that happened. The, th- the little things inside it may have been a little bit of fabrication and all that good stuff, but... Um, Which happens in every business. We know that. Yeah. You know, every business. Yeah. So, as far as I think what we started down this tangent was... Uh, I know I started off negative with that. It wasn't my no, intentions. No, 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 I think the uh, tangent was... I do, love, I do love Promoter Joe. I do. Yeah. I think the, the tangent the tangent that we were... Sorry, I moved away from the microphone. Like, But I didn't like that, Promoter Joe, just so you know. The one that, the one that lies? On? No, I didn't like the fact that everybody's your friend when you know they're not, Joe. Oh, to be, be truthful about... Yes, people you know, and, he, he, and that's all I'm saying. He may have worked with these guys. I don't know. He may. I've worked with some of these guys too, but they're not my best friend, Bill. I mean, Grizz or Joe. It doesn't. No, you're not. Joe. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's not like we're putting not putting this out to our Facebook friends, and that's the only people listening to it. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I, I don't give you know me. I don't give a shit if anybody knows where my address is and wants to come and punch me in the face. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're my best friend. I don't know your address. I had to ask you your address. I don't know your address. I know, I know you, you live know where I live, though. <laughs> next door to the comic oh, shop. Oh, it's not a comic shop anymore. No? Nope, it's a... Uh, sex toys. Nope, uh, what is it? Refurbished sex toys. I'm looking at my girl right now, and she's lipping to me. Oh, it's going to be... Oh, yeah, it's going to be an MMA studio. Uh, like... like Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and karate. Huh. Right after, next door to me. How after, fitting. <laughs> after I get my back fixed up, I'm going to have to look into that. Absolutely. So I don't. You're, you're right in the ridiculousness of saying that when someone dies, they were always your best friend. I mean, you could be you could be serious. I mean, even if you said a story like I worked with him this one time and this happened, that's that's much better than anything else. Um, I just think he should stop going and making. You know, the last time I talked to this guy, you know, he told me this, and you know, we had so many good stories. We know that ain't true. You didn't have any stories. You don't have any stories. Okay, the one I forgot to mention, Mean Gene Oakland. Mean Gene was never your friend, bro. (laughs) Don't tell us he was, because people Uh, that follow you know you. Well, Mean Gene wasn't your friend. You could, but maybe that maybe that message isn't for us. I don't care who it's for. It's a lie. That's true. We're, 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 I can get on here right now and say that I'm having dinner with Trump tomorrow. That's true. Nobody's going to know if that's the truth, but everybody's going to know it's a lie. Yeah, they're they're going like, to know. That dude is not having dinner with. But Trump. I have an email right now. I can show you that says President Trump wants me to have dinner with him. That's true. I really do. Yeah. We all know it's bullshit. Yeah. Because he wants me to click on it and then send two hundred bucks. Oh, you know to some site. You know what's really uh, weird? That'll make it true. There's but. a Nigerian prince right now. <laughs> That wants me to give him his my bank account so he can transfer all of the funds from his bank account to mine because he's about to be overthrown. I'm. A, you hear this shit? He's going through the same shit I'm going through. Yeah. I got a fax about that. <laughs> wow. So yeah. it must be true. If she got one too, it must be true. I have you to two admit, team up. I have to admit the most surprising fact about what just happened 
is she said, I got a fax about that at work and people use fax machines. I'm so surprised <laughs> that people still use fax machines. You guys know it's fucking 2020, right? <laughs> There's better shit than a fax machine. Y'all know that, right? Okay. It's called a text. <laughs> it does the same thing. The you th- copy it and text it. It sends the same shit. The funniest thing about that is, is somebody looked at a printer and went, you know what that needs? Another fucking printer that I can print to across the way. Let me right? just feed something into that and print and it And we'll call the it fax. It's, like, it's a fax machine. Yeah, sure, at the time. Lightning and fast, we're going to give it a completely different phone number. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you've got to have, have an extra landline <laughs> to put a fax machine in. So, so at your job, they have a landline. She they have to have a landline so they can fax, which is... Our, all of our phones and our fax are actually running through the internet. Okay. So my fax is... Oh, okay, cool. So, know, so it wasn't a real. F- it was not like a real. Yeah, you've got it. Okay, I got you. It's a virtual fax. Oh, it's machine. the new version of the. Yeah, fax. it's a, it's an it's a fucking email. It's virtual, yeah, like you said, virtual fax. Yeah, it's an email that automatically uh, makes the attachment work. So, I so it's it. email. It's it's for it, the people who scam. haven't come into the 20th century. <laughs> They're still using the one that sends the one side. Faxes are HIPAA combined. I know that. Which, by the way, I know this has nothing to do with wrestling. It doesn't matter. But how is it that HIPAA disappeared when COVID appeared? No, it didn't. No, it, it did. How, how is it that everybody can report, oh, that person's sick. That You're not allowed to do that. Oh, no. HIPAA is only the, the healthcare professions aren't allowed to share that information. If you tell somebody, they... Don't they're not protected? By, like but, if but I when can, the NFL, if I tell you that something's wrong right, with me, I, I get that. You can tell whoever. But you when want. the NFL releases that this player, this player, this player has tested positive for COVID, how well, is that not against HIPAA? That's not health. That's, that's not healthy. They're not healthcare professionals. They're not seeking advice. Yeah. On oh, like, but yeah. okay. But how they get that information? Well, I guess maybe the patient because they're paying for the whole thing. The, the, yeah. the player, yeah. maybe. And it's and you. But, but no, you, what you said don't work. They're paying it, for it. No, that don't yeah, matter. That doesn't well, matter. It, it does. When I say they're paying for it, they're paying for beginning to end. But that player has to be for, the one that divulges. Well, or else that's illegal. Well, not no. Yes, because you're not going. They're not a healthcare provider. Okay, now Bill, we're arguing on this fucking. Podcast sure. about football, right? Actually, no, about COVID, <laughs> but football, MMA, whatever. But no, uh, the player has to release that information, or it's not allowed to be released. Well, that's that's if they were going to their healthcare provider, but they're not. Where are they going? Anybody going, that does that test is a healthcare provider. No. Then why are they doing the test? So they can tell them whether or not they're going to be able to continue. It's, it's so so so. I bet so mean you could be a tester. I bet. Well, and if so, that's fucked up. And if so, that also explains why they have tests that have never been opened that come back positive. I, I, honestly? Which I don't know if I believe that. I, I know. We see all this stuff. Yeah. Which is why we're debating this shit. I don't so know. If I, so if I, go, if I go with honesty, I'm talking out my ass. Right? I don't know. <laughs> but I can see the, the point of if, if you're going to be in this, you have to follow a set of rules. And if you don't follow the set of rules, we're totally allowed to say you didn't follow the rules. See, and I disagree with that. I, I say, you know, if you want to be in this... You got to agree with our rules, okay? You come in, you get tested, ah, you're you're positive. You do your quarantine thing. We're not gonna say nothing. So if you, the only way it can get out is if you say something. Yeah, because that's how medical works. You, I, she can't go get go to the hospital and they say she has AIDS, for instance, and <laughs> she don't. I promise. I promise. I, don't. I, I, I let her come in me. Um, <laughs> um, so I, 
I forgot we were on air. My bad, guys. Uh, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> you better edit that. I'm not going to edit that out. But yeah, That's she can't go either. to the doctor and get diagnosed with AIDS. And that information ever get divulged legally unless she says it. That doctor can't say she has AIDS. But that's a doctor. That doctors are the only ones allowed to administer these tests. They're medical professionals. I don't think. I think like a nurse could administer it. I don't argue with you much. You know that because I've always told you you're the smartest person I know. Sure. But no, that little Mexican next door from you, he cannot give me a fucking test legally. You have to be medically. Oh, my bad. The Mexican next to you. The other way. To be honest, I love this podcast, by the way. Yeah. This is our best one yet. He cannot give you a test. You can give yourself a test, though. People are doing self-administered tests. I test myself every day. Maybe. I jack off while I hold my breath for 30 seconds, and I'm still fine. Shortness of breath is a big call, a big thing with COVID. Please, I don't don't. Have sh- I, Please I, don't edit that out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not editing that out. Um, now, I will tell you be careful because... You might Michael Hunch- Hutchins yourself. <laughs> Nothing's going around my neck. Okay. <laughs> okay. We don't. We don't. I don't like to... being choked. I cut my hair because I got tired of bitches pulling it. You I know. Got, I cut my hair because I got tired of it wrapping around me and choking me in the middle of the night and pain in the waking ass. up and having to dig it out of my mouth. It is a pain uh, in the ass. But now I just cut it because you can see all the bald patches that's what I was gonna, now i cut it so it looks like i meant it to look like that. yeah it's like it's by design <laughs> it's not the design flaw that it actually is um so so the answer is i'm talking out my ass i don't know maybe <sighs> maybe some sports place would go but i i do know there is a difference sometimes sometimes these people who have a positive test the only explanation that's given is he's not here because he tested positive for a performance enhancing substance that I feel maybe noteworthy enough to where it's not. They're not saying he did. He did Absolutely. steroids, and you can leave it at that. And people's you've heard it enough to where that's enough. That's enough. Which, by the way, full disclosure, this motherfucker is on performance enhancing drugs right now. Yeah, me too. Okay, it's one because I'm 45. Because and I don't get drug tested, and I can't. Doc, wait, you 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 don't produce this stuff by yourself anymore. You're going to need help with this vial and this syringe. It's like okay. My problem is, you know how they say. That, like you're not producing sperm? No, that's not what I'm not producing. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about you. Okay. This is general. Sure. When, when they say you're not producing sperm, okay, I'm all for that. Okay. Because producing sperm? Yeah, I don't. What do I? Yeah, need me too. I, guess. I don't need it. Can you also eliminate the mess? You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead, of, instead of cutting, can you the pipe can you can you make me not look for a towel first? Yeah, make it. Make that's it, all I'm asking. Get rid of the messy cleanup. Yeah. 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 You're. Just, <laughs> That was our producer <laughs> of someone coming dust. Bet all the people that uh, listen to this just because they know me and they're trying to help out are really thrilled about this last night. <laughs> Although I know I've been watching some po- podcasts and they do this thing where they take a couple a couple minutes worth of a, a, a sound bite of the show and put it up front. So it's a kind of a teaser to get like you a going. a two-minute clip? The, the She Comes and Me. That's going to be our team. I've been thinking about doing it, and now, now I know the clip, so it's going to happen. So yeah. She's embarrassed. <laughs> All right. I already feel more positive about this show than last time. It was pretty fun. Okay, 42 minutes. Wow. It's like we just started this thing. I've been having fun. Yep. It's been a fun show. 
Uh, we t- we totally just went off a wrestling subject at all. And just but we kind of didn't though. It, it, yeah. it stemmed off wrestling. Yeah, and that's okay. And, and, and you never know these might, these people might have something in their contract that says if you test positive for a performance enhancing drug, we get to tell the world, <laughs> right? And they're gonna like that's never gonna fucking happen. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and say this? yes to that. <laughs> It'll There's happen. no way they can pick up. Guess what? They can pick it up. By the way, did you see the highlights of Pat McAfee and Adam Cole? And I'm starting to bring it up again, but did you see it? Last week? Of the punt? I, I saw the... No. You didn't see him punt his face? Oh, yeah. At the end of the, <laughs> yeah. end of the show before. Uh, this Wednesday, Pat McAfee will be on NXT. Oh, that's going to be fun. Because Adam Cole said he was scared to be there. Okay. So Pat said, sign me up. <laughs> That he he rented a B&B in Orlando, so now he's in Orlando, and he's going to be there. My, it's my only problem with this is, is Adam Cole should, I mean, he should own his ass. He should. But Adam Cole's a little guy. But, you know, it's yeah. still. And Pat's an athlete. Be I mean, careful, it, it, you'll it, end it, up in the ring with him. <laughs> <laughs> right. think, about, think about, like, uh, the old The USC. rest of your life, <laughs> you're going to be nothing but a little bitch. <laughs> So think about uh, UFC three with Hoist Gracie and, and Keenan. Oh, and Ken Shamrock or oh oh that oh that was one. Was it? One was Shamrock. Uh, and Gracie fucked him up. I don't remember. But like Chemo's just so much bigger than he Big is. Fat, I mean, yeah. The only the only person everybody ever thought of it had a chance, and he did pretty well, but still Gracie choked. Nobody him out. thought Gracie had a chance. We everybody yeah. when we when we first saw that in ninety, what, three? Yeah. But we that's was like really Yeah, that's that's the and emphasis. Then we were like, really? <laughs> Yeah, that's the emphasis. Well, the, the the one that I bring up that a lot of people don't remember was Keith Hackney versus Emmanuel Yarborough. Never seen it. Never Keith heard Hackney, of those. Keith Hackney's a pretty decent sized guy. Emmanuel Yarborough is like a six foot five, four hundred pound sumo wrestler. And you're like, there is no fucking way that Hackney's pulling this off. And he kicks his ass, does. Made the Yarborough cried after the fucking thing. So, but what I'm saying is, how do I believe? I listen to like um, podcasts, wrestling podcasts, all the time. So I got to have something to do while I'm working, or it'll drive me crazy. That I'm just so I'm listening to Jim Cornette, and there's a very there's a very good point on Jim Cornette. It's something that I already knew, but I I wouldn't have expressed it unless I heard it. And he was saying that there's no way Adam Cole should even come close to losing this match because when we're when you're talking about what's going on, you you would have to these two guys. McAfee coming in to wrestling, not being a wrestler, should be just as believable as Adam Cole going onto a football field and being a punter. So if Adam Cole's on a football field being a punter, there's no way for us to believe that he's going to perform anywhere near what Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee would would uh, perform, the level Pat McAfee would perform at. Okay, okay, So the Real other quick. way should be around and... I, I agree with what you're saying. However, the difference is Adam Cole doesn't have a football field in his backyard. Adam Cole don't punt. Adam Cole has never done anything when it comes to football. However, Pat McAfee owns a wrestling ring. He's been trained by a professional wrestler. We've actually seen him do these moves. Yeah. So I'm not... I have. I haven't. I, well, the, I don't watch it, the show. It, I know, but it's out there. Um, and you can look it up. It's on YouTube. All you got to do is type in Pat McAfee, and he's got all kinds of shit out there. Um, so not saying that just because he's had these little bits of training and, and he's got a ring that he's just as good, but what I'm saying is you can't compare 
the two because Adam Cole has never punted a football. He don't have a football field. He True. hasn't had the training. Pat has had some of this, which what makes that a little more believable. And Pat's an athlete. It ain't like Pat's a fucking librarian. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he's an athlete and a bigger a and a big dude. dude. He's yeah. two hundred twenty pounds. Right. You know, Adam Cole's one seventy five. Well, depends on if he was wet when you weighed him. Well, okay, one sixty five. Okay, okay. Well, Pat has you know he's got a little bit of training. He's got athleticism. He's strong. It I, that's why I don't agree with that comparison that Jim Cornette made. You're, you're throwing Adam Cole onto a football field in an right. area he's never had anything to do with. But it, it's Pat's still, had a little to do with the wrestling. It's still, it's that's still, still valid, more. Though. So that's let's, still more. Though. Let's say that Adam Cole does have a football field in his back, but he don't. I mean, but if we if we were to go go that route and we'd say he did have okay. a football field in his backyard and punted a ball every day on a football field, okay. does that mean he still operates to the level of Pat McAfee? No, because that, he doesn't have no. eleven motherfuckers. But that gives him a him. that gives him at least a shot, a little bit. But not, at least he's experienced. Not the same shot. No, absolutely not. Right. It shouldn't be. But, but what Jim Cornette said was, "There's no." Uh, was a viable chance is what he said, I believe. There's no viable chance that he should be able to go in there and with no, never being a wrestler and to, and beat Adam Cole. Right. Okay. That's not the truth, though. He, he he has had training. He's been in a ring. He actually has had one match. He and he's an athlete. Yeah. You know, when we go back to the suspension of belief, when it comes to wrestling, one shot, a punch, is a really punch. all it takes. A punch is a punch. Yeah. Okay, when it comes to playing football, there is no one shot. You can either fucking kick a football or you can't. Right. That, that's where I think it's a little different. I'm still saying Adam Cole has, absolutely, he's, he should be the favorite, and he's probably going to win. But I don't, I, I, don't, I don't agree with Cornette by saying that McAfee has no chance in reality. Well, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think no chance is, is what, we're, what I was going for. No, but that's what I, he was going for. I'm, I'm going for it makes sense uh, if we were to make it make sense. And McAfee gets in and, and he holds his own, it should be a certain done a certain way. It should be strikes, he's doing everything. He it knows a couple holds, he's doing a couple chance. holds. That's yeah. good, good. But a lot it shouldn't of kicks. be. It shouldn't be like he pulls down a figure four and all of a sudden Cole's ringing for or reaching for mm. the mat to tap. And oh no, they absolutely should not lock up and and Pat throw him into the ropes, clothesline him, elbow. No, that should not happen. Right? They shouldn't make it a wrestling. Absolutely match. not. Uh, uh, if it's going to go down to where Pat wins, Pat needs to punt the fuck out of this dude by chance. Yeah, and then you know, uh, and and if Pat McAfee, therefore don't ruin Adam either. You know, Pat by chance. Kick the fucking dude in the face because that's what Pat does. He punts. You know, that way it don't ruin Adam Cole because Pat's not a wrestler. He's not going to be a wrestler. I, I mean, I don't think. We never know what's going to happen. But I don't think you can't have Pat come in there and beat him, yeah. you know, cleanly in a regular match. That's not going to happen. We know that's not going to happen. Um, but you have some kind of weird situation where Pat gets a fucking head kick off. That can happen and Adam Cole not get ruined and, at and all. Cole, Cole straightens up like a rock'em sock'em robot. Yeah. yeah, and and not hurt him at all. Yeah. Yeah, so and well, I think that's what'll happen. I think I think if you look at how they did the the scene, you know, where McAfee comes back and kicks out. How they all pulled him away and they, everybody was just holding Adam they Cole. Did that perfect. They didn't Adam ruin Cole, Adam at all. Adam was being held down. He's trying to get away from people. Absolutely. He just puts his head right over the edge. McAfee kicks they him in the both face. Look done. okay. Yep. Adam I mean Pat looked like a beast because he went into somebody else's shit and said, Fuck you. Yeah. You know, and he don't look any worse because dude's being held down by eight dudes and a little bit of a sucker puncher. 
Right. But yeah, it's, it's but, cool. but you can't blame him in that situation. That's what makes that all great. That's why I loved it. Him, and I loved your line. When you said, uh, I, I, to this point, I'm not sure if it's a work, uh, but, you know, but, but if it, it is, matter. fucking awesome job, Triple H. Yeah. And if it's not a work, fucking awesome job, Triple H. Because yeah. <laughs> I love great. that. Because it, it gets people's uh, minds going. And I have actually heard That's what I'm missing in wrestling. Right, what actually, they did with that. The, the Jim the Jim Cornette We're not thing. sure. That's why I'm on the, I'm on the opposite side because Jim Cornette's like this is the dumbest thing that's ever happened. I'm like I don't think it is. I think it's exciting. I love it, and we're and we're ready to go. But that's why I don't agree on some of his other uh, points. Like whereas I agree that wrestling should be done a certain way, I don't agree that he, like he's always for if you're having a wrestling match you have to have a heel and you have to have a face. No, there don't need to be a I format. Don't, I don't think there has to be because because it's supposed to be a competition. And every team doesn't have to hate the other team. I don't agree with uh, like some of the New Japan stuff that I've seen and some of the, uh, even AEW, that at the end of every match you hug and you say, okay. Because even in the UFC, that doesn't happen. No, I don't like that. Sometimes the UFC, sometimes the referee has to get between you. Like, sometimes an animosity is yeah. animosity. Like Masvidal takes Asker out and the referee has to get between him after Asker is <laughs> fucking over. unconscious. <laughs> Because Masvidal's still even fuck you, you son of a bitch. He's not. He's not even awake to hear this. Masvidal right. knows that. But then there's also times that we've seen people beat the fuck out of each other, and they just fucking hug. They yeah. love each other for yeah, it. Because because that's that's what it is. Right. But the problem is when you're trying to emulate that in wrestling. We do that like, in the back. Yeah. That's where that let's, belongs. Let's hug in the back and say. And hey, we do. Good. How many times? Come on. Thanks for taking care of me. That's how many times. I. I don't think I've ever hugged you except in a locker room. I'll be honest, out. and you're my best friend. I've never hugged you except in a locker room. Yeah, I've I've come out of matches, went back, and then people look at me like, "Are you okay? Are you going to fucking kill this guy when he comes out?" And I'll just no, that was fucking great, bro. And when that guy comes in, we just hug and say, "That was fucking awesome. Thanks right. for taking care of me." And everybody around in the back, we work the boys in the back. They're like, "Holy shit, these like, guys I are you was kill pissed. Each like other. pissed. Why? No, it's making me absolutely look like a guy not right." So I'm giving back. I don't care if I'm bleeding, but if I know you yeah. took care of me, nah. And yeah. that's silly. But but again, but again, even if if even if we were to do that in the ring to show the respect in the ring, cool. Like shake hands. There's at the a beginning time and even. a place. Shake hands at the beginning. Even I'm, I'm good. And the with time that. and the place ain't every day all day. Right. So if you're shaking hands with somebody at the beginning of the match and they cut you off with the knee to the, to the balls, and you get at the Which end, I of it, fucking hate you. Hug, yeah, there's too many low blows. Uh, there was always too many low blows. You remember my ballroom blitz spot where I'd like drop a knee on the balls, drop a leg on the ball, roll up, they'd crawl over the corner, I'd drop kick them in the balls. That was a that was a statement to how many times it gets done and how stupid it is. I can honestly say I never once did that. Never. Kicked him or gave him never. a low blow? I never touched anybody's ball. That, that's a fucking lie. I've, no, I would do the There's been so much ball sack on this I elbow do the right here. <laughs> I, I would do, yeah, everybody would spread their legs and... Yeah? Nah, I... I didn't like that. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I like punching people. I can't yeah. even. I can't even fathom the amount of ball sack that's been on this elbow, the crook of this elbow. Yeah, me never. There's no way. Me never. Well, bottom, body. Well, that, yeah, you put yeah. your fucking flanges and shit in places that nobody ever would think to put them. To be honest, you stuck fingers in noses and yeah. mouse, yep. and you probably. Uh, it, Sometimes in that order. I'm not going to lie and say <laughs> that I wouldn't be surprised if you stuck fingers in assholes and ripped people apart just to be an asshole. Because you stuck Did fingers ever, in places just to rip people apart. I don't think I ever checked the oil. You, you picked people's noses and wiped it on the ref. Oh, yeah, I did that. 
And a rather, a rather prominent ref right now, too. I know. Well, I don't know. I haven't Which seen Which he likes one. our podcast, by the way. Does he? Yes, he does. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. That dude's awesome. Oh, well, he is awesome. And, and I even like him on TV now because he's no different. I, I watched uh, an episode of Raw a few weeks back. He's a, he's walking through the dressing room, and he's carrying the, the it's, what it says is WWE referee rule book. And yeah. it clearly says it on it. And he goes, hey, do you know what the uh, regulation length for a tag rope is? And he's looking over at another ref, and he goes, no. He goes, ah, I don't either, but it don't matter. And he throws the book behind him, and he keeps walking. That's awesome. Fucking amazing. Great shit. Loved it. That's cool. I wish WWE would let their referees take a little bit of a spotlight. The referees are some of their best workers. They can't, and they can't. Like, you can't know their name, and it's just silly. Like they don't say their name. They don't announce them, do they? Yeah, they don't say. They used to. Like there used to be head referee. The last name Hebner. I remember hearing is Hebner. Yeah. Well, no, I hear that fucking Ric Flair want to be a lot. I do hear that. Charles name. Robinson. Yes. Yeah. And I can't stand him. Charles Robinson. I can't. Why not? I think it's because I can't stand Ric Flair. Uh, I know I just did that thing that nobody likes, but no, I don't like Ric Flair. I don't like him at all. Well, you can't have an opinion? I know. No. <laughs> it's America. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Bill. That's true. I've always talked about how smart you were. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard you say before in my life. I admit that. No, you cannot have an opinion. I own that. You can't. You can't. That's, you're right. Yeah. Gosh. Right. That's what this podcast is about. Opinions? Having, having a controversial opinion. Or, or, or just opinion. being open. I like it. Open. Like when you say your girlfriend comes in you. That's. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I have no problem intimate, with that. It's an intimate thing between two people. As long as I can breathe my nose. Now, if I'm, I'm stuffed <laughs> up, I have a problem with it because then I, I choke. Ah, I got you. So, but other than that. I'm probably going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, I really, uh, I enjoy doing this. I like talking about this. And I think, again. I enjoy it, too. I feel so much better about this episode than I yeah, did. And we got somebody wants to call in next show. Well, this so, thing allows you to do that. To, so I bought, I bought a good one, so we can do that. And we'll just hook my phone up to it and give him the number and have him call. And we'll talk about it. That dude was always good on the stick, though. Yeah. That's a, that was his best shit, actually. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he could work a little bit. Here I am burying him before we show up. I, yeah, that's kind of what, sounded that's like that, I, that isn't what that was. I, I'm not saying that he was like fucking... I mean, he, he wasn't was around like, long. He's not Steve Austin. But, but the fact that he wasn't around long and still means that much... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, he, he just, he, it was his choice. I'm it, just... I'm, anyway. He chose to leave, and that's cool, but but he's also... Dude, he's successful. Yeah, I'd tell, He's I'd, published books. He's I, doing his thing. I would tell you that uh, when he, when he gets on the line, I am going to ask for the uh, um, Elmo story. <laughs> I'm sure that one's close to his heart, and I have told the story so many times as Insane Wayne because I'm saying Great Insane movie. Wayne. Uh, so I, like, I like to. You you did not call him Joe. I did not call him Joe. I called him Insane Wayne, and he still does shit. I saw we went to uh, the. He's still uh, alive. We went to oh yeah. I don't know now. I mean, the last time we went to a, uh, there's a restaurant here in town that when the company he works for, I think it's Dick the Bruiser Jr. Uh, when they work, they, they come in here and they do some Muncie stuff. Well, they had a poster popped on there. And I was like, that guy looks familiar. Why does that guy look so familiar? And I got really close and I was like, that's insane. No Wayne. way. <laughs> oh my God, that's insane Wayne. Does he still wear the Elmo thing? And then I looked and I was like, I can see the top of the Elmo head. I was like, he still has the Elmo thing. That's awesome. That's hilarious. So, 
talk shit all I wanted, but 14 years, I had five different gimmicks. That dude, I knew he had one. <laughs> hey, I, I only had one. Yeah, that's true. And it really wasn't a gimmick. You were just you. I just had a name. I just acted like me. I went out with... It was kind of a shitty name. I did shit that I shouldn't have been able to do. You were half of a tag team in the <laughs> nation. You were half of Damage Incorporated. You, it was going to be Jack that and Sledgehammer. That was supposed to be, and I did not want that at yeah, all. it was going to be Jack and Sledgehammer. <laughs> I know, we, we were supposed we to wear hard hats and a tool belt. No. That's what I was told. That's what Jason put I wanted put no into part it. of that. That's what Jason put into Promoter it. I did Jeff. not put into that. Promoter, Promoter Joe. Joe. That's what Promoter <laughs> Joe put into that. I didn't put that in there. Like, the only other goofy tag team that I did that people loved, and I wish we could have kept going, was the Trailer Park Gangsters. Oh, I love that. They, they The the two loved people it. that actually did it, if, fucking awesome. If Hank would have been Hank after we were out of the business, mm-hmm. he would have been perfect for that. Yeah. Well, he, he, he was one of them. But he didn't want no. But he didn't want to do it. He didn't. No, he, no, he, he didn't. He did want it. He, he really didn't. No, he told me he wanted. He it. told Jason he didn't. Oh. Promoter Joe. I mean, Promoter, Promoter Joe. Promoter Joe. He told yeah. Promoter Joe that he did. That's one thing about Hank. That's cool. I get it. You know, he, uh, well, you knew Hank. He he was kind of afraid to say what he wanted. Yeah. to Yeah. You know, he hated he hated the the Hank gimmick completely, as we all know. He, he that's why he got out of it. But I mean, it was so great. It was. It absolutely. And it was the only thing that made him interesting I for mean, the first two years he wrestled. How else can you do a cheeseburger on a pulp match other than with a homeless guy? Amazing. And we fed him. We totally fed him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you heard right. That was a cheeseburger on a pole match. We did do that. Don't you remember that? Yeah. Okay. That we, was amazing. We actually went and bought him a meal and, and said, he here, take a bite out of this and put it back. In the ring. Yep. And he sat down and ate the whole entire thing after he got it off the pole. And the funny thing is, he was probably hungry. It probably wasn't a gimmick. Yeah. He, he was probably hungry. You remember that family? Like I'm. Oh wait. Um, you remember Kevin and Jamie? I remember Kevin and Jamie. Yes. You remember they had that Joe and Joe. Do you remember remember. Jamie had that little sister Brittany that everybody called Toad? Yes, I remember that. Okay. Check this out. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I think I know where you're going. Okay. That that's that's destroying. That was on purpose. (laughs) Okay. That that was on purpose. Podcast people. That was the drum roll. I'll do a real regular drum roll. I think we have a real drum roll. No, we don't have a drum roll. Oh. We have we have the grim shot. Okay. I'll put a real drum roll. Okay, well, let me just say this. Okay. Jamie now has kids that are Britney's brothers. What? No. No, wait, what? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Kevin and Jamie were together, uh-huh. and this is really bad because a lot of our people know these people, okay. but I'm Rob, and I don't give a fuck, okay. as you know. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Jamie and Kevin split up because Brittany, which was Jamie's sister, Toad, was pregnant, that thing. Right. was pregnant yeah. with Kevin's kid, and then they got together. Okay. Kevin got with Toad. Uh, the little yeah. redheaded girl. I, I think I remember that from the last time we were there. Yeah. She was like seven. Yeah. So, Just so, saying. <laughs> so the sisters both have kids that are siblings. Yes. Because they all have the same father. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I misunderstood the, the thought pattern. It's hard to on follow. That first one. Only in Indiana. <laughs> well. Arkansas, Kentucky. Check local listings and your own uh, family tree line to see where that come that can come in. Yeah, so. I'm not. That might need to be edited a little bit. I'm not sure if I should be divulging stuff like that, but that's up to you. I don't care. I just talk. It's not like it doesn't. 
It might not even. Okay. Oh, they'll get to it. Oh, here, absolutely, they'll hear it. Here, here's my, here's my, here's my take. <laughs> but I don't care. Did we lie? Absolutely not. It's one hundred percent true. At one hundred percent true. And when you're saying, "Well, our kid doesn't know that," well, he fucking will. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't think there's some people in fifth grade loading that shit up for the next time they see him when they come back from COVID, you're fucking wrong. Uh, me and just Justin was talking about it yesterday. That, that's what. That's why it's so fresh in my mind. That's the only reason I'm thinking about it. Maybe just Joe. I'm okay with Justin. Justin. Yeah, he's, Justin. He's a good dude. I, I think he'll be yeah, He's a little weird, but he's or, a good dude. Or anarchy. And he supports us. So. Or hypnosis. <laughs> good dude. Or the bearded villain. Is the that hypnosis thing I didn't like. I hated that outfit. Eh, it was uh, Troy Miller. So bright. Miller time. He had the hypnosis thing, and it was. It still did a lot of good stuff for him. It taught it him did. how to sell. It did. Absolutely. Because we never gave him any everybody offense. Everybody beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> it taught him and how to sell. And he still talks about it. Plus, he came out to an awesome song. It's true. Every time. Every time? Because even when he went to the anarchy thing, I gave him that, uh, the Friday the 13th thing that Dr. Dre did. Yeah. That's what he came out to them. Yeah, he, he always had good shit. Yep. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we always gave it to him. Yeah, we always gave it to you. And he's still, well, that's what we're and talking about a, hypnosis, too. We always gave it to him when he was hypnosis. That's fine. <laughs> we gave it to you him also, a lot, then. <laughs> I was going to say, that was, there was a lot of beat down. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You, get, you have to admit when you walked in and you saw the sheet and it said it had your name and it had hypnosis that's you when like, you started creating moves you're like okay <laughs> let me try this move that i haven't done yep and i've just got it in mind and the other thing the first thing you do is that you have that second of panic where you look to see whose name is underlined <laughs> right and you're like is my, okay, i'm not the one i better not uh, be the one <laughs> i'm underlined ironically oh, enough though i'm the one that requested to lose to that guy remember that's true I am. Put hypnosis over a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Pay, uh, pay, pay your dues. But I will say, uh, that's one dude that I've never seen beat up more than anybody and never complain. Never. I don't think he would complain. I think, it, I think, I think it, he I enjoyed it. He, he took it as learning. I have a theory. I've, I've had a boss once that he would, it was literally four hours, he would sit in my office and complain about people like individual people and how stupid they were and what they were doing and all the stuff that bothered him. And I'd be like, four hours, man. And, and I do exaggerate things. This isn't really an exaggeration. Um, but he'd sit in there, he'd talk about people for four hours. And at, at that point, I started to think, he has hit everybody in his office. There has to be somewhere out there that someone hears, that fucking Bill, he's such an <laughs> asshole. has to be someone, and I never found him, but I know there has to be somebody out there. And I think uh, maybe Justin was the same way. He wasn't complaining to us, but maybe there was somebody that he was hitting up and going like, dude, this, these fucking guys, man, they don't appreciate what I'm doing for them and all this good stuff. We appreciated every moment of it. We just weren't going to give hypnosis any offense. That's that's what hypnosis was. It was too little. Yeah. And I then mean, when, honestly, he, he when he became an anarchy, it worked out better because he had the zombie gimmick. And, and he was more even evil, though he's little, it was, the evil was yeah. driving him and it was good. And he started to win more. Yep. Yeah. But I, but I, I truly think that he did. You know, there might, I'm sure there was nights he's going, fuck. But I think he enjoyed it. I really do. I think he enjoyed taking all that in and learning. Because, um, in all honesty, you, you could put that dude in the ring with anybody. And it, even if it ain't the greatest shit, Justin can make shit work just because he's taken everything from everybody, and that's all he does is take shit. Yeah, and every time I thought of a new move when we're in practice or something, I'd grab him up and say, let me try this. You know what he used to say? Explain it to he him. Said me and, he said me and you used to come in there on Saturdays, which I know it's his, him exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. But he said we'd come in and say, hey, 
I saw this on a cartoon. Come here. <laughs> That's what Justin would say. Not an exaggeration. He actually <laughs> said that I, I too. Did. Like, Dude, I saw this on a cartoon once. Let me try this out. He, I remember him saying that. Okay. There, well, there was well, one. he remembers too. <laughs> Hand to God, there was one that I said is like I saw this on the internet. Dude fucked it up. I think I can pull it off. Let me do this. And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I did it, and I pulled it and, off. And I also remember we'd be like, "Hey, Justin," he'd be like, "I'm coming." <laughs> <All right. laughs> but he would like a trooper. He'd get up there and he would take everything. Yep. But well, he would take it the right way, and that's why that dude never got hurt. Good stuff. But he took shit the right way. He was probably upset that you interrupted our game of pool. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But he knew he had to do the job. That's you know? right. So he's like, got a right, job baby, to do. I mean, he's, like, he's like a pipe fitter. <laughs> right. He, he just sits around and does nothing until something breaks. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, my shit. Way. It's my turn. Fuck. <laughs> well, there are other pipe fitters. <laughs> but good. we love you, Jay. Just dude, so you know. We absolutely do love that dude. <laughs> that dude's awesome. But yeah, um, got a couple people that want to call in on our next show. Um, we'll get that set up. I don't know about our next show. They want to call in. Well, they want to call in, but I don't want. And to we have can a, let them. I don't want to have a couple of people. It's just like maybe one at a time. Well, I know one for sure that wants to call in. Fury, I'm talking about him. I'd love to have him. Yeah, just just the bullshit. Um, that's all I got though. That's all I got for today. Oh no 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 no! Wait, I got something else. Okay. WWE, fuck you. Uh, oh. Okay. What you did last night. With Alexa Bliss is disgusting. Oh, is um, Braun Pressner and yeah, Turner? okay, that's not needed. This whole world is nothing but about treating women right and and social injustice. Yet all they're doing is feeding off of this crap. I don't well, like I mean, it. And other people and, might like it. That's fine. I don't like it. I think it's disgusting. Oh, retribution and the and the fiend. oh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Black Lives Matter. That, it seems like they're taking advantage of that situation. Not with the, the, any type of, and I don't. Want, but that's what I'm saying. The whole thing right now is the BLM. You know what I mean? And it, that seems just like they're they're feeding off of that, which I know wrestling feeds off society. It's how it would have always done. But sometimes you got to think about what you're feeding off of. Well, so they're feeding off of it in a negative like way. I mean, that's just. And I don't like the Alexa Bliss thing. I don't like. The I mean, I've seen people beating on, on women. I've you, seen people on Twitter be like, they love this retribution stuff, and I'm like, well, how? How? Like, I, I don't, I don't, it's not even interesting Yeah, well, at all. What's interesting to me, and the, and the reason it's interesting to me, is I'm the guy that when he had a tooth that was loose, he'd play with it until it fell out. And like that pain, I'd get to that point of that pain, I couldn't stay anymore and stop, and I'd get excited. So I'm fucking sadist, I guess, is what you would call that. So it's interesting to me because I'm watching this, and I'm like, how much of this can I actually take? And I, at the point where I can turn the corner is when I see things that they're doing that make no sense and it's entertaining to me. Like when they flip that car and they're over there like beating up the car and dancing around it and doing stuff. One, you didn't see him flip the car. Two, if you see where the car is sitting, that's not where a car would be. No, there wouldn't be a car there. They just grab that and put it there. And right in the middle of shit. It. Yeah. Like right in the middle of stuff. And like not even if they rolled it from where it was, would it have ended up where, how it was. Yeah. So that's, that's a great thing there. But the, the one that got to me was, one, the car where they flipped it over. And the second was when they broke that window. First of all, we run up to them so specifically so they can break the window. They haven't broken the window. They're all just standing around with cinder blocks looking at the window going, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> right. And they have to wait for the guy to run up. It takes them 10 minutes to run up and the camera crew to run up. And then they break the window. 
And then they take the cinder block and they throw it through the window. I'm like, okay, they broke a window, cool. And they have another cinder block and they throw it through the broken window <laughs> with the three intact windows <laughs> still there, but they throw it through the broken window. And I'm like, that right there is what saves this for me and makes me not turn it off because I want to see how poorly they do it, how poorly <laughs> they execute this. Because to me, like WWE says, break that window, we can get it replaced. Because they, if you notice, they break that window. The Prophets versus the the Vikings broke that window when they were doing their stupid parking lot brawl. They break that window all the time. So I'm thinking break one of the other windows. WWE can afford it. Break the other one. If you've got a cinder block and you see a broken window, don't pick that up and throw it through the broken window. Break the other window. And then take the heat. Like, you broke the window you weren't supposed to break. So what the fuck else was I supposed to do? You told me to throw the other cinder block. I didn't have anything to throw it at, so I broke the other window. But nobody's going to do that because, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a sadist. I like the things that are unentertaining become entertaining to me. I that's, think I'm the exact opposite. That's why I like I'm, I'm a giver-upper. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, this doesn't make sense. I'm turning it off. Well, don't you remember Wednesday? I, I messaged you. I said, I fucking quit Wednesday. Uh, that did. that was my word. I said I fucking quit Wednesday night. Yeah, and I said, and I, asked, I was out, and I, I turned asked, everything it, off. I asked, was it NXT or was it? Uh, oh, I didn't see it until the next day, and I thought it was yeah. a relevant answer at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but Wait, which one was it though? NXT. I was watching NXT. Oh, okay. I watched that too. because I told you the week before I watched AEW, and I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not doing this next week. I'm doing NXT. Maybe Pat will be there. He wasn't. I do have something that I want to say though. Uh, before we end, I want to say. Uh, there's something about Orange Cassidy that I like, and that's controversial because people are down on him because he's a comedy gimmick. But what I think is, one, the, the guy can work. Don't look at Chris Jericho, Orange Cassidy. It was a shit match. It was sloppy as fuck. But I'm going to tell you right now, shit happens. Sometimes shit's sloppy. It just so happens they did it on TV. Can't really get all of them. I, yeah, I don't care about that. Right? But... The bad rap that he gets is he puts, sticks his hands in his pockets, and that's dumb for a combat sport and stuff like that. And then he's got the thing where he does the low, the slow low kicks that aren't really kicks. He's just touching, barely touching you and stuff like that. And he's being a comedy gimmick, and he backs up like he's going to do a super kick, and he barely kicks the guy in the shin. The only thing that makes that stupid is if someone sells it. Right. But from what I've seen from Orange Cassidy, as he's been on TV – Nobody does. And every time he does one of those comedy gimmicks where he puts his hands in his pockets or he does those stupid low kicks, it's to his detriment. And somebody just clotheslines him out of his fucking shoes. That's the way that that should happen. That's realistic. If, he, if somebody's fucking around like that, you should clothesline him out of their shoes. It's realistic. So I think the, the guy can work. I think that if he gets on the mic, he might be pretty good from that debate thing. Uh, so I think that he can do something. I just, uh, I don't, everybody shits on him and I don't think that's scary. Everybody either shits on him or they love him, but they're the same people that love everyone. Like there were so many people that were like, you got to sign Warhorse right now. Like you mean the penultimate warrior? Cause this guy's, this guy's shit. Okay. If he, if he worked on it a little bit, got rid of the fucking face makeup and did a different gimmick and stopped saying he comes in ruling ass or something like that. Yes. He may be somebody that I want to watch on TV, but not yet, but not like this. But there, everybody, everybody in the Twitterverse, like you have to, if you have to sign him right now. I agreed with the Eddie guy that came out and did the the uh, hardcore match with um, Cody. Cody, 
that guy, when he was talking, I was like, that guy can talk. I like that guy. Can he work? He was like robotic, though. Yeah, but can he work? And he would get out there and he... Robotic. He, yeah, he, it, 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 the work wasn't there. I can forgive It looked like that. John Cena when he was the prototype. Yeah, I can forgive that. The only problem... Well, yeah, because you know, there's somewhere to go with it. The only problem I had was they had to make it a hardcore match. Well, to me, that means that... I think that's just because That guy can't ready. work any other way. Yeah. So if that guy can't work any other way, okay, he needs some work. But with stick work, you can make him somebody to keep, keep going. But even if a guy can't work, that don't mean he can't, won't be able to work in nine months. Yeah. You know, you... So everybody, but everybody was like, oh, yeah, this guy, you need to sign him right away. I'm like, I'm not seeing that. I mean, you're seeing, you may have seen him from wherever he was before. I didn't see it, and I'm watching on TV because I want to be entertained on TV, and he's not entertaining me. He was entertaining me when he was talking. But with the exception of he's like, well, you're, you don't have the balls to have a hardcore match. I was like, why, why do you need to do that? There's no need for that. There's no buildup for that. There's just It's just doing it for doing it. And But I think, look, as this whole long thing started, Orange Cassidy, if they if they don't play to his comedy gimmick, perfect. The first time on AEW somebody sells one of those low kicks, I'm I'm done. I'm not no. This, this is never going to be no, not going to happen. If they end up getting the guy because I saw I watched the little shitty web series that they do, and because I, I like watching behind the scenes stuff, and even though they're having fun. It's still behind the scenes stuff, right. so I'll watch it. Um, until they start making fun of the business, and then when they're making fun of the business, I don't want to deal with it. But I watched the little shitty web, web show, and they have Orange Cassidy on there. But then they also have Joey Ryan on there. And I'm like, if I'm watching national television, if, I'm, if I've tuned, tuned into TNT, cable television, and I see somebody flipping somebody with their, their dick, I stop watching. That's why I quit watching TNA. Because Joey Ryan... Got Shamrock in the dick flip, and I'm like, Shamrock's been wrestling before, like, before this kid was born. I forgot about that. That right there <laughs> almost made me want to just leave right now. To yeah. be honest, I forgot that even fucking happened. Because yeah. and I see if I if I ever see that on AEW, I will never watch that show again. I will completely totally end any type of thought that I. It wouldn't matter if they brought Hulk Hogan on there. I'd be done. I literally forgot that fucking happened, dude. Yeah. That's, that was ridiculous. Dick flip. Yeah. That's shit that we would have played with when we were practicing in the. Just being funny. If there were, if there was a fan around. I ain't no that chance. Hear that. We, we would have thought. Done that. Right. And also if somebody came up and said, oh, I do a dick flip. I'm like, oh, what do you mean a dick flip? And he's like, well, my dick is prehensile. So uh, <laughs> it'll grab your arm and then you will do kind of like an arm drag. And I'm like. No, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Well, no, no, it's a thing. People like it." It's like, no, absolutely not. But the fans are into it. No, the, the <laughs> fans aren't into it. Those idiots that you've got following you are into it. Those aren't fans. Those are people that want to. Idiots. They, they want to watch a cartoon. Yeah, they want to. Yeah. No, I'm. You're not. I forgot all about that. I hate yeah. that you just reminded me of that. Fuck you for that. Yeah, that's, that's my bad. <laughs> I'm. I'm good. I'm good about reminding people of the bad things. <laughs> But anyway, people, we turned it into a shit fest again at the end. But we will. I uh, hope we you enjoyed everything, even the explicit lyric stuff. That I know I was mouthy today. I'm sorry. We did. No, it's okay. I just got to figure out what I am, and I'm not going to keep. I understand. Cool. The good thing is the internet don't really discriminate, so we're pretty free. That's true. And like I said, 
like I said in episode one, if you don't like that kind of thing, just don't fucking. And listen. if I offended any of you people, I promise I didn't mean to. Well, actually, some of you I probably did, but you should know who you are. And I didn't mean to the ones I didn't mean to. So, yeah, and also, like I said, if if you are offended by it, maybe this isn't for you, because it's the type of thing we're doing. We're being true. We're just talking. We we have not one piece of paper around us today that has any kind of format. We got chips. We got chips from Moe's. I got root they're beer. Not a sponsor. I got root beer. Moe's is not a sponsor. We just got it. Yeah, we, we realize that some of the things that we say that we do might be a little over top for the average person. This isn't for the average person. This is for the people who might be able to like that kind of thing. And uh, we're going to keep doing it. I don't care if I got zero listeners. I think I'm going to keep doing this because it's cathartic. It makes me feel And good. we're having fun. Having fun. Having a blast. Didn't have fun last time. That's why we didn't do it that way this time. I, I want to mention something. Mention something. Uh, Chris Jericho, if if Chris Jericho or anyone close to Chris Jericho is listening, please, for the love of God, deep conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> deep conditioning. Yeah, what, what is it Gene Garofalo would say? Nexus, size of a dime, <laughs> rub it in, wash, rinse, repeat. Tanning bed. Tanning bed? Get rid of the red, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Love you guys. All right, we're out. This has been number three. We're we're uh, we're still going, hopefully. And like I said, I'll keep doing it even if nobody's listening. Let's see how many people we can get to fall off the edge. <laughs> All right, see you.